Hello and welcome to the Retail Maverick Show, Uncut. Uh, and uh, we know why, because like I've said before, I can't be bothered to edit it and I'm not going to pay somebody to do it. So um, it's uncut, it's raw, it's in the wild. Um, anyway, uh, here, still here, because uh, there's been a few today from the Retail Technology Show at Olympia. And I'm delighted to say a fellow top 100 Rethink Retail Influencer, uh, with me, Alex Baker. Welcome, Alex. Thank you very much, Andrew. Pleasure to be here. So, um, it's kind of like one of those things where we've known each other virtually online for a while. We're both, um, as, a, as I've just said, uh, fellow retail uh, influencers, but this is the first time in the flesh. Um, so, I think for this particular episode, tell us a little bit about yourself because from what I've seen, you know, you're doing, you're very busy, you're doing an awful lot of things. So just tell us a little bit, a bit about that before we get into some of the things you've seen at the show. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a retail strategist and uh, entrepreneur, advisor. I've been fascinated by retail for almost two decades now. Uh, been working on the supplier end for some years, a few years on a for retailers as well, but for the past six, seven years, I've been starting companies and trying to solve problems, mainly within retail, but also within other uh, sectors. And um, I guess my curiosity has led me into really put the retail lens on constantly, both from a consumer perspective, but also from why is there a gap between what retailers need help with and what suppliers want to provide. Ah, right, that's interesting, yeah. Go on. <laughs> so I guess, uh, as you just mentioned, this curiosity has led and gave me access to a bunch of different platforms. It's uh, I find it always very interesting to come to shows and to try to see what are the industry talking about, what are suppliers offering, and why there's always a lack of retailers at those places to actually be part of the discussion. That, right. So again, with, with this podcast, we've no idea where it's going to go. Um, as people as uh, the audience thing know, it's unscripted. So that's a really fascinating area that you just because it's something that I, yeah, this whole relationship between uh, suppliers and retailers because both need each other. Um, but there, there seems to be this um, this disconnect. I mean, the, the, it's the old cliche, isn't it? Of, um, uh, retailers walking around uh, an expo floor with a hand over their badge and all this stuff. I happen to think, you know, shout out to Matt and the team at Retail Technology Show. I think they're, they're, they're doing a really good job of that. But tell me a bit more about that. And also, if you've got any thoughts on, well, how do we, how do we solve that? So we've got the privilege to collaborate with some of the industry platforms uh, around the world. And what we've seen, at least for the past few years, is that in the past, we used to come to these shows and we used to hear a bunch of sessions. There's more sessions now and better quality overall. But we used to come here and hear about from some retailers and then there was an overcapacity of just suppliers wanting to provide their solutions, which makes sense. But the gap was much bigger in the past. I, at least I see that it's they're starting to get closer and they're starting to somehow try to communicate, sometimes with a bridge or a third party trying to connect them. Yeah. But what I see is that 
the ecosystem is reshaping. Previously, there was a relationship that needed to be fulfilled between retailers and suppliers. And now, at least what we think and what we're trying to reshape together with the industry is this new kind of new retail ecosystem where we see players such as, obviously all of us with the consumer hat we wear most of the time, but we see the consumer, we see retailers, we see e-tailers, we see suppliers, we see academia, we see the public sector, we see a whole, uh, a whole group of people now understanding that there's no one-stop shop anymore. Right. We rather have yeah. to collaborate on the issues and we yeah. need to realize as a supplier, I speak to them often because they always want to find ways to reach retailers. As suppliers, I'm we need sorry, to... Are those, are those technology suppliers yes, technolo- you're speaking to? Technology right. suppliers yeah, yeah. that are, have an interest in helping retailers in their sure. challenge. I tell them very often that try to understand not only how your solution is the best thing ever and how it can solve the retailer's problem, but try to understand the retailer's problem first and forehand yeah. and then see how your solution can be a part of that. Because a retailer probably get called or contacted by hundreds of suppliers yep. weekly. Yep. And, you know, to try to address the problems they have, you have to start with, you know, showing that you understand their context rather than being an expert on your product. That's really interesting to say because I have plenty of conversations in, uh, you know, around that particular topic. And, and it's still a fact that for, I think, the majority of technology uh, vendors, particularly the, the larger who are multi-vertical, perhaps not quite so much if you're a specialist in one particular, in, in retail, uh, but particularly it's multi-vertical, that, yeah, they'll leave for the technology. You know, how shiny is my new you know, widget and what have you, instead of, you know, answering the, uh, that was a timer that just went off there, but we'll, we're going to carry on. We haven't had our 15 minutes yet. <laughs> um, but instead of answering the, what I call the so what question, so you've got something which is going to help me with um, my data warehouse or you know, robotics in my warehouse, whatever it happens to be, well, what's the so what? Answer that first. You know, what problem of mine can you solve and where have you done it for? To be honest, Andrew, sometimes, especially the retailers that we've been working with and work with, it's not always very clear that they know precisely themselves which key areas to focus on because yeah. obviously we all have areas to improve in every field. Right. But for retailers in this era and this this kind of contemporary um time now when we have a bunch of different threats and possibilities there is some key areas that every retailers have to focus on and of course for the past few months now everyone really wants to understand how generative ai can help transform the business and how they can increase their sustainability sustainability projects etc yeah, yeah. but once again my point is that if retailers ask for this, um, tech suppliers really try to listen and understand before they just try to offer a solution or try to offer an opportunity, things would be way easier. And that's where I think that that's what drives me. Like at this point, I'm able to somehow try to implement this kind of philosophy, regardless of if I'm meeting a retailer or a tech supplier. Yeah. What is it that you're solving or what problems are you having? Yeah, and why yeah. do you have that? Yeah. So that curiosity, I think, can be implemented for any organization, regardless of what you work with. Because as you also just said, 
everyone has problems. Yeah. Everyone has a bunch of solutions to choose from. But unless you realize what problems are the most crucial one, you're going to focus time and money on the wrong projects. Yes. No, and, and on that, that point, I guess it's because, yeah, as we know, this time last year, you couldn't move for the metaverse. Uh, what happens in the metaverse? Yeah. So, and that's going to be interesting. And perhaps, I don't know, I mean, perhaps it will almost have a reincarnation as something that it should have been in the first place. Who knows? But, um, but you mentioned that, um, so I want to come back to generative AI. So I was, uh, a few weeks ago, I was in Vegas for Shop Talk. And yeah, that was generative AI, chat GPT was all the talk of that. Uh, what, what's your, specifically on that? What are your thoughts on that? In the, obviously, in the retail, you know, and, uh, and whether that will do, um, oh, we got some background music, which is great. <laughs> uh, it's fine, don't worry. Um, and, um, you know, will, is that going to help retailers? Is that going to help the customer experience? You know, Andrew, if I knew that, I would uh, probably be super busy right now. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't know exactly what it means. What I do know, though, there's a lot of conversations that have been activated based upon that. And yeah. there's a lot of interest around generative AI. And especially, uh, there's a lot of experts suddenly on generative AI out there. Yeah. Uh, what I think is good, and uh, this also comes back to what I think has happened for the last three years with the pandemic, post-pandemic, now the conflict in Europe, I see that it it has triggered a sense of curiosity. It has triggered right. a sense of collaboration between companies and different parties. And if we come back to generative AI, then I yeah. think generative AI can be, it will be crucial. Yeah. And I don't think it's a matter of will it take over or will do we have to work with it? I think... I've heard some of the experts, I heard some of the team from OpenAI, both at South by Southwest, but also now, of course, in Vegas. It's a matter of, do we want to understand that new technology, the new phenomena, and do we want to utilize it to make yeah. our business better? So it's not going to be, will it take over? It will rather be, how can we use it to take a larger, take a larger scope of what we're offering? Because once again, many companies suddenly see that, oh, we can be way more efficient with generative AI. There's a lot of tasks right. that we can add generative AI to. So I think some people say that, okay, generative AI will really push the whole Pareto principle that 80% yeah. of the workforce will will yeah, yeah. Uh, be um, unuseful. But no, I think it's a great new tool. It's a great new technology, but most importantly, it's a great new strategy uh, add-on that has to be discussed on the highest level in every corporation. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Uh, um, uh, I'm saying it now so people will know, but I, I'm really tempted. You know, you probably know that I do quite a bit of writing, and um, I am so tempted to just do what with just chat GPT. Uh, have you tried it? I have tried it, yeah. For an and, article? And it's, well, not yet for an article, but for other other, other things, and it's, it fascinates me. But I will for an article, but I think. I don't think ChatGPT could quite get my persona yet. <laughs> or so your tonality. People would probably, exactly, yeah, and that's, and there's actually a serious point to that, isn't yeah. there? That we're all human beings and we have our, yeah, our persona, our tonality, and there, there are subtleties and nuances and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, I, I, and I just wonder again from a personalization point of view for the consumer, because I, um, I think with personalization at the moment, 
think there's a long way to go before it really adds real, real sort of value um, to us. We've, we've got a few minutes left. So just wanted to ask you um, what you, what's, what you've seen, what, what's caught your attention, what's excited you at uh, the show? Uh, well, as I mentioned to you, you were opening yesterday and the first session was extremely fruitful. Uh, and I was amazed to once again get that reiterated that for many people and of course organizations and retailers, it's about the mindset and it's about the culture to be able to be relevant and yeah. to be able to future-proof your existence, your retail right. business, your staff. And I'm, I'm quite amazed to see that because many, for a long time, we've been talking about what the startup industry, what the startup framework can add and how they can collaborate with, call them legacy retailers or legacy yeah. actors. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was quite amazed to hear like how much we as individuals can work with empowering ourselves or in the other sense, how organizations can work with empowering their team. Because in the end, it's all about people, regardless of the new channels that are popping yeah. up. These days, channels are popping up so rapidly, yeah. it's hard for retailers to be everywhere, and they shouldn't. So understanding the core, retail is about the human connection. Yes. Retail in the end will be about a transaction, but more and more the transactional part is becoming less and less important. Right, right, yeah. And it was interesting in that session that you, um, you mentioned, uh, Peter Cowgill, uh, as we know, ex-chairman of JD Sports and now Fragrance Shop, was talking about uh, engagement, customer engagement as being one of the most important, particularly, uh, and if, I'm, if I can remember correctly, I think that was in the context of the pressures on retailers and consumers, cost yep. of living inflation and all that that we know about. Uh, and, and I think that that's, that's a good thing, you know, that's come out of kind of bad, if you like, um, that, that retailers and brands do have to engage far more. And some, as we know, are very good at it, some not so good. So we got, we got less than a minute, right? So what I like to do is try and say, okay, closing thoughts. Um, so uh, yeah, closing thoughts on uh, the show. And I think this is a very, obviously a very special and uh, interesting time to be working within retail or to, to actually live, be alive because of the rapid innovation and rapid pace of technology. Yeah. We see how that affects our lives. And for retailers, of course, they have to now more than ever understanding why they exist, how they work with their basic essentials, yeah. and then also which technology or which channels are relevant for me. Because if they try to be everywhere for everyone, they're going to have a very hard time surviving. And that is a great way to end. Alex, thank you very much. My pleasure.